Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Allie. And we're the Wednesday Girls. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're recording. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. We're at my house today. Yay. We're at your house today. You know how some people go to like Alcatraz and they go to like places where they see like where like spooky scary stuff happened I feel that way about your bathroom now after the uh, <laughs> cold shower shaving I was like I didn't know where that was going and I was I, like why are we painting <laughs> my house as Alcatraz and like I'm a scary spooky person just a place where like something scary and spooky happened so I'm gonna go do yeah. some like dark tourism in your bathroom later oh yeah charge I'm gonna charge you admission <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, is there also an audio tour? Because I want that too. 100%. And it can play while you're peeing, just oh, through the oh, door. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's a really an immersive experience. I love it. Mm-hmm. Offering paid tours to any of our listeners as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we were talking about the Smuckers Uncrustable, perhaps the greatest snack to ever hit the market, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was only available in the United States until very recently. I found out they were coming to Canada. I put Friends of the Pod um, on the lookout and a bunch of people, thank you, you know who you are, thank you, hit me up and were like, they're at Costco, like go, like run, don't walk, go to Costco immediately. So the other day I made my dad, I'm not responsible enough to have a Costco membership. I can't be trusted. Well, and we're single people. Do you need to have like bulk bags of, cheese <laughs> that's a bad one i do want bulk bags of cheese i mean yeah i don't know what they sell in bulk because i, I don't do. go to costco every just everything okay like so many things but but yeah you're right like it doesn't really make sense for like one person i think to have a costco membership no. anyway i made my dad drive to two different ones and how many how many boxes did you buy of uncrustables two and how many are in a box 20 <laughs> something and like that yeah. how many have you eaten <laughs> This would be like my third, probably. That's not oh, that's bad. not actually that bad. No, that's not, not at all. too bad. I'm, yeah, I'm impressed. Okay, yeah. and I've never had an Uncrustable. In your so, life? So, I don't think so. Um, Let's eat them. So, it's peanut butter and strawberry spread sandwich. Yeah. Which, how did you feel about uh, our poll the other day on Instagram where we put up what is the best? combination with peanut butter and the options were grape raspberry strawberry or i'm allergic to peanut butter aka sucks to suck and raspberry won by a landslide and grape was second to last behind i'm allergic to peanut butter how did i feel about that yeah like personally victimized (laughs) and attacked by the pbj community okay sad it's very it's very sad yeah, tell tell us tell us about the experience so far. What are you thinking? It's a round sandwich. <laughs> yeah. With like a pie crust outside look and yeah. it feels moist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we did have to let it sit at room temperature for an hour. Have you eaten them frozen? I'm curious if they taste better frozen. Mm. I don't think I have. Oh, that was a gross sound. <laughs> I don't think I have. Leaving that in. <laughs> The sweet sounds of it on. It's really great that you decided to eat peanut butter bites at the same time mm-hmm. and like not time it for one person to bite over the other so that we are both just so dry mouth. Like it's stuck in the back of my throat right now. 
then we bought these like spicy watermelon vodka drinks to wash it down. So we've got a lot of flavors happening over here all at once. Hey man, like there's so right now, let's just go into the alcohol industry. Mm-hmm. Beer sales are down so much because these new like what are these called? Seltzers? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Our the coolers. new phase. So beer sales are down. Which, like, I'm a huge beer drinker. It's, mm. like, my go-to over... I mean, this watermelon can thing is good, but it's not my go-to. But, um, it does, like, when I drink things like this, it makes me think about when I was 18. I'm just going to say I was legal. And you were drinking, like, flavored vodka then and making weird cocktails and things like that. And now it is, like, it's so crazy that you just buy it already in a can and, like... Mm-hmm. Again, just yeah. dating myself on this podcast. Yeah. And I like that a lot of places now you go to, like, breweries and such. Most of them have, like, a seltzer option. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, because I'm not a beer drinker. Well, and because, I mean, a lot of people are celiac now. So it's like, mm-hmm. if they're going to go to a brewery, you need to have, like, a cider or something like this. So, yeah, yeah. that's fair. I didn't know you didn't like drinking beer. I don't like drinking beer. It's, I, it's, it's one of those things that I tried to like for so long. Because it seemed, like, lame to go to a brewery or something and get a seltzer. But then after a while, I was like, I I don't like drinking it. Why am I going to spend the money and, like, suffer through this pint of beer that I don't even want because, like, it seems cooler. Just drink whatever you want to drink. I went on a date once with this guy. It was a fucking terrible date. No joke. It was, like, I showed up and was getting catfished. And I showed up to the date. And we were going for a walk. It was COVID times. And this guy walked up to me and he was like, Kat. And I, I mean, obviously I was meeting this person in this specific part of the park for a walk. And I just stared at this person going, who is this stranger that just knows my name? Mm-hmm. And it's because this guy looked so incredibly different than his photos and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. And it, afterwards, my friends, I showed the profile and they were like, oh, well, all his like pictures you can see the Toronto skyline and stuff. And he had told me he had lived in Toronto like a decade earlier. So his photos were so old. And I was like, I just basically got catfished. Anyways, we went on this walk. I think we only ended up going for like 20 minutes. It was pretty fast. But he said to me at one point, because I said something about how I like going to the breweries and stuff, Mm because we have like a great brewery city uh, in Calgary. Great brewery scene in Calgary. And, uh... He was like, oh, I, uh, I didn't, I don't know any girls that like to drink beer. I thought only like Russian and Japanese girls like drinking beer. <laughs> and I was like, that's not an okay thing to say. Mm-mm. And I was like, mm, no, I have quite a few friends who like to drink beer yeah. who are females. And he was like, really? And just, it was so weird. Anyways, it was a terrible date. And then I remember I got, cause I had left my friend's house to go on this date. And then I got back on my bike and biked back to my friend's house all within maybe 40 minutes and I showed back up and they were like oh you're here again because <laughs> we're having this backyard hangout and I'm, yeah that was terrible and then we just went back to having our day and drinking beer weird probably little, yeah we were drinking beer there you go. weird little 40 minute blip of being told I was weird to drink beer because I wasn't Russian or Japanese that's yeah that's super weird so weird don't say that to people yeah don't <laughs> just that's not an drink okay what you thing. want drink yeah. what you want okay great experience with the Uncrustables I'm so glad. Um, Out of 10, what would you rate the Uncrustable? Uh, I mean, it was delicious. Delicious-wise, 
8 out of 10. Okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. Uniqueness. But it was basically, I just ate a PB&J sandwich, Al. I could have made that myself. <laughs> With, but I agree, it's really great to be able to pull a peanut butter sandwich out of the freezer, wait an hour, and then have that snack. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. For convenience and laziness factor, we'll give it uh, an 11 out of 10. But, like, like if, you, if you had kids or something, how like, how genius. Put it in their lunchbox in the morning, and then by recess, it's thawed, it's perfect, it's ready to go. I mean, is there a lot of nutritional value in the Uncrustable? Probably not, but, like, it wouldn't taste good if it did. So. That's true. That's we don't true. eat things like that to be healthy. Yeah. It would yeah. be great for a hike. <laughs> Let's just take this on our next hike. Which also, can I just spill my idea now and then if it's recorded you have to do it oh god okay i want to take Allie on a hike for the day not an insane one we'll just go on a nice chill hike which seems like an oxymoron to say mm-hmm. in the rocky mountains um and i will provide everything needed besides the uncrustables you can bring those okay and we're just gonna go on a beautiful hike and then i'm gonna document it for the day share it out with our listeners and then we'll break that down on an episode, maybe. So I don't know. I think I might be sick that day, but we'll see. Oh, shoot. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what day it is. I'm going to be like, hey, we're going to record today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get in the car and be like, suck it. We're recording you on the mountain. So you're kidnapping me. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm not really excited, but for you, for the Wednesday girls, I will go on a okay. leisurely walk. Amazing. In the mountains. Great. Love it. Okay. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our homework from last episode. Okay. So you had to make a Tinder account. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to try on Custables. You found them. We completed a homework. I think Amazing. this might be the first time we've ever gotten 100% on one of our own homework assignments. Yes. Straight A. I love it. It has nothing to do with dating. No. Or the okay. premise of the podcast, but yes. Um, I had to take a picture with the side boob. Just going to go ahead and say spoiler. That didn't even happen. Okay. Did you buy a green dress? I, I didn't, and I'm... Mad that I didn't, I, immediately after we recorded, I did go online and tried to track down a green side boob showing dress. They're not easy to find. You know, it didn't have to have a side boob. It could just... I thought two birds, one stone. You know, I thought maybe <laughs> I could just kind of figure out a way to kind of knock uh, both of those items off, okay, off the okay. list. Um, so I've not gone and purchased a green dress yet, but it's too bad because I did go on a date this week. Ooh. A first date. So you would think that I would have gotten on top of it. But I, I didn't. I didn't. But I... Do you want to... Have me? another... I have another date lined up. And then I got a couple other ones lined up in the next... Da, 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 couple of weeks. I'm going to be mysterious about them for now. Um, but I okay. do have a couple lined up. So it will be my mission to find a green dress okay. to wear on those dates. And then we get to unpack the, the dates. Totally. Soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a little tease you are. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, and if anyone knows a great place to buy a green dress with a side boob, please DM us so yes, please. Al can go buy that. Yeah. Okay. And did you make a Tinder profile? I did. <gasps> yeah. I did make a Tinder. I'm going to ask um, the teacher here for an extension on my assignment, though, and I'll tell you why. Building out the profile is way more involved than I remember it being the first time I was on Tinder a very long time ago. We were talking last time about how we're hearing that Tinder is evolving to maybe be a little bit more like a Hinge or a Bumble where it's less about just hooking up and it's more about finding a connection. Mm -hmm. The way I remember a Tinder profile looking 
years ago was pictures and like a short bio yeah. and like that was kind of it that's not it anymore now there's tons of stuff so you can put i think as many as six pictures maybe even more you write a bio and then you have the option to add so much different stuff like you can put your um your horoscope like your star sign you can put what you're looking for you can put your interests and the interests were actually like kind of funny it would be like djing but then also like <laughs> hiking book clubs like yeah, yeah like it was very you know, this very random like did you pick any of things i did pick a few things and i literally think i put like reading puzzles <laughs> staying inside <laughs> yeah like really lame stuff um but you can put all there's so many different options for um like what you can put on there which is really cool you have to um swipe though on tinder so i've been saying that my strategy on hinge has been to create a profile and then let other people come to me so i don't have to do any of the swiping i just review who liked me the classic milkshake the classic what I'm calling the it. milkshake method we'll call yeah. it i like it um but on tinder you're only notified if it's a match if you've both liked each other like if you've both swiped yeah. right on each other meaning that i won't see anybody that liked me unless i'm out there swiping as well so and so i haven't me. been doing a lot of swiping i built out the profile and i put like basically anywhere it gave me an option to select stuff i filled it out so it's like a very robust profile um but i'm i've been a little bit lazy with with the swiping part so okay so I'm you're asking, asking for an extension, extension? Yeah. all right granted okay thank you i appreciate that that's fair okay can i actually while we were talking about swiping because yeah. one of my things a couple weeks ago was to be try your strategy on hinge and mm -hmm. i was explaining how anyways so man i came across this profile this morning someone liked me mm -hmm. and before you like them back you can see their profile this guy's profile was atrocious and so one of the questions you can put is like if we were to go back in time what would we do and it was you can answer a b c and the first option he wrote was go back in time to assassinate hitler but continues the sentence like assume his like steal his identity identity yeah assume his identity which was like Oh, and sorry, go back in time and assassinate Hitler and then assume his identity before he got so popular, is I think what it said. Was Hitler popular? Or like, well, I mean, sorry, I get where people, the I thing guess. is, let's go back in time and assassinate Hitler, and then that should be the end of your sentence. Why do I then want to assume his identity? Like, that's so... We are we trying to become like the freaking leaders of the Nazis? It was just so bad, and then the rest of his profile was like so self conceited. And then he said he was like in a relationship, or like he was saying he's in a relationship, but he's horny. And basically, this profile was oh, like, I'm like a gift to this world. You should be so happy to date me. Ew! It was so gross. But the the Hitler thing was just. Anyways, I think I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> from Hinge for a minute. Fair, yeah. But yeah, I have this thing where, so in this past week, my new strategy for in the wild dating, because I'm not giving up on dating, mm -hmm. but maybe I'm just taking a break from the online, because it is really exhausting. Yeah. But I went and borrowed my sister's dog the other day, and oh. took her for a walk, 
the dog, not my sister. Um, <laughs> Excellent clarification. <laughs> nope. And I mean, one, it was just like really good exercise and I love dogs. I don't have one myself, but mm-hmm. because I live in an apartment that apparently is compared to Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> but... Which is a cool place. Alcatraz <laughs> was so cool. <laughs> but not for dogs. They do night um, tours. Let's go there at night. Okay. Sounds good. Or we can just go in my bathroom and I'll turn off the lights. And it'll be yeah, and it'll be just as spooky. <laughs> but no, so I took the dog to the dog park and then this guy was there and his adorable dogs came over and wanted some butt scratches and I was playing with them and talking. And he seemed really nice. We had like a little bit of a chat, maybe a little bit old for me. But I was like, maybe this is just my new approach to dating mm-hmm. for a bit is just get outside, take the dog out for a walk it's a good just break to get out of Alcatraz apartment mm-hmm. and maybe I rely on the canine to be my new wing person I love that idea yeah so, my sister has a dog too maybe we could tag team this maybe one day like go together yeah I don't know are you gonna cock block me are you gonna twat swat me <laughs> would I twat swat you I, I don't never. know not intentionally would you go up to two girls in a park though if you like or would it be harder to approach i'm more of a suffer in silence type so i probably wouldn't approach anyone but i don't know i'm just wondering if like two people is more intimidating than going up to one person but maybe if they come up then we can like give a sign and be like oh yeah this this one's for you and then i can yeah. help you in the situation it could be i mean if we pack some uncrustables and like make a day out of it it could be like part one could be we cruise around the dog park together part two of the day could be we part ways and then we see what happens we'll just go in opposite loops everyone's dog is gonna run at us if we are carrying our own peanut butter in our pocket so i mean i'm not opposed to it but kind of seems like a way to attract the doggies and then attract hopefully their handsome single well-adjusted owners amazing let's do it yeah oh oh i wanted to share uh because i feel like it's going to be a nice segue i guess first of all i'll say if you're uh joining us thank you so much if this is your first episode of the wednesday girls welcome welcome if you've hung in there for all five we appreciate you thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. um i got some feedback from someone that we both know she had just listened to the third right peak hours peak hours oh that that was the booty uh, calls and stuff. Yeah, that was the booty call episode. That was the um, unfortunate Alcatraz. horror show in the, in the shower, in the Alcatraz shower. And that was your bruised butt. Just so that we and can level this playing field. Bruise, right? Yes. Oh, that was the yeah the milkshake. My little bruisey milkshake. Yeah, slapper. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, now that we're all crystal clear on uh, the episode that this individual had just listened to, she shared with me that. She really liked the podcast and she knew that like, yeah, we were, we're both dating. We're going through online dating, modern dating, which is like kind of crazy. Um, but we at no point have discussed what it is that we're looking for. Like, why are we putting ourselves through some of this like madness of online dating? Yeah. Like what's the goal? What are we kind of hoping to achieve? Yeah. Um, so I, if you're down, I thought maybe we talk about that a little bit. This I time. like that. And the goal is not just to have a podcast. <laughs> that's a that's a bonus. A little cherry <laughs> on top. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. So like, what is and like what we're looking for 
in a partner? Like, what do we want end game? Are we looking for a yeah. picket fence with a dog and totally. two kids and a yeah. minivan? And or are you on hinge looking for a partner, or do you just want someone to bruise doing... up your milkshake? You know, do, is it just a sexy thing? Is yeah. it a partnership? Is it a little bit of both? Like, okay, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's just like talk about that. Okay, I'm gonna make you start. What are you what? looking for? Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be like you should start. You obviously are ready. I've been mulling over it a little bit. Okay, yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. What am I looking for? Okay, yeah, I would say like the end goal for me is a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone that I think is just kind of has like the same values and like outlook on life, and I think I'm being thirty three. I'm being single and pretty, like, career-driven and whatnot like that. I think pretty, what is the word I'm looking for here? Pretty, not solo, pretty um, established. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, so more, like, established, I guess. And um, less dependent, I would say. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's like, the simple things is that, you know, I'm the only person who goes grocery shopping or I pay all the bills or I have to take my car to get an oil change and things like that where it is not, like, a splitting of the household tasks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so probably, I like, I would love to find a partner, and I, and I get that's something that maybe would be an outcome of it, but still having quite a bit of independence in a relationship, I think, is mm-hmm. what I am looking for. Obviously, we joke about having hot girl summer, and sometimes... A fling is just a fling. Yeah. But it's not, uh, I'm not like Samantha here from Sex and the City where I'm just, I mean, props to freaking Samantha from Sex and the City. Yeah. Um, but that I wouldn't say is like what, where my mindset is right now. Right. Yeah. What right. about you? Um, I'm going to ask a follow up question oh, first. Oh, okay. Is this something that you discuss on a date? I feel like we've kind of touched on this before, but like if someone were to ask you just like I did, like, what are you looking for? Is that kind of the answer you would give on a date, or has, like, has that ever happened to you? I think I'm still really chill on, like, at first, where I don't go super deep into it, and mm-hmm. I, I maybe that's not a smart strategy. Mm-hmm. I think we've also talked about this, where you're more of an open book in terms of, like, having these more honest conversations, or even in a way, like, I would even almost say brave conversations mm-hmm. with someone. Because I think when you go on a date, it's it's still, for me, it's hard not to be, like, a people pleaser and want to come off, like, cool and agreeable and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I won't mislead them in my intentions where I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, I, I would love to have kids in the next two years or anything like that, right. where I agree with them if that's their idea or that's their plan. Um, but, you know, if they're like, oh, I want to see where things go... I'm probably like, yeah, me too, and maybe that's not always the best approach, where Mm -hmm. it should be more, yeah, I'd love to see where things go, but I also would like this to, I don't want to see where things are going to go for six months, like this needs to be a bit more Mm fast-paced. Yeah. Okay, any more follow-up questions, or like, do I get asked this question now? Uh, No, I, uh, the defense rests (laughs) for now. Okay. So I'm on the whole Alcatraz theme. You're yeah, so much yeah. jargon. Love it. And love it. Okay, jargon. but what are you looking for? Um, oh, yeah, and the reason I asked if you've ever been asked that on a date and what you say is because this date that I was just on, 
I feel like that what like we got right into it. Oh, and it was just like, what are you looking for? And this was a date we were we were set up by like mutual friends. So okay, we had a little bit of background on kind of each other that that you don't really get um, when you're meeting online because yeah. there's like some other blind stakeholders. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good, and we were just talking about um, what what we were looking for. Like we were not pretending like it wasn't a setup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred like, percent. Um. And yeah, I usually will lean right in and tell them, honestly, like exactly what I'm looking for, which is, yeah, and I always say, I always say a partner. Yeah, I I don't, I don't want to get married. That's not something that's important to me. Okay. Um, I don't want to have kids either. Like a partner, like a partnership is a relationship, Mm -hmm. but I think that like my definition of a partner or like my idea of like what I would want in a partner or what I, who I want a partner to be is I think a little bit different. Okay. I have so many questions within this, but I explain okay. that first and then I will ask all my other questions out of this sentence. Okay. I, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So at the risk of going on like too big of a tangent, um, I've always been very kind of confused by it. When people would say, maybe in wedding vows or like on social media or something where they would say like, my husband, for example, is my best friend. I'm not knocking people that say that. Maybe it's more symbolic and I'm taking it kind of literally. But for me, I think like a a life partner and a best friend are like totally different. Like both very important. Mm -hmm. And I think the foundation of those relationships are both built on love and trust and respect and and all that good stuff. But I feel like they bring like completely different value to someone's life. Okay. But like a partner, your partner is still like your friend in a sense. Like Mm -hmm. you, I would say like, you're still have a friendship like it's a relationship and romantic but I would say there's like still the friendship side of it where you're making mm-hmm. each other laugh and you do activities but in a way I see what you're I feel like I see what you're saying where you yeah your best friend plays a different role to you yeah. it has a in your life maybe than for example your husband would where mm-hmm. maybe you confide into each other the same things but maybe it's a different I don't know, like, is it the give and take and what you're getting back from, a, like, a best friend different than what you're getting back from a husband in the scenario? Yeah, I, I kind of think so. Like, so one of my best friends is married, mm-hmm. and I, and while I would say that her husband and I are probably in a ride-or-die kind of column as far as, like, her relationships go, um, the value that I bring to her life is probably very different than the value that her husband brings. Mm-hmm. And, like she and I would know each other um, on a level that's like a like a different level of intimacy yeah. than she would know her husband. Okay, so for example, I have, uh, I have a financial guy and I have a laser hair removal gal. Both of them, very important people in my life, obviously. I have relationships with both of them and they know me on like kind of different levels. Like the financial guy knows everything about my financial situation and like my assets and then the laser hair lady knows everything about like the hair in my ass crack do you know what i mean beautiful (laughs) isn't that poetic (laughs) like they know different things about me they bring different value to my life 
but like there's like it's yeah. still like great relationships and I would never ask my finance guy to remove my body hair the same way I would never ask the laser hair lady to uh, give me advice on my portfolio you okay know? like no, I would, makes sense you know like yeah. I like to me like a partner and like your best pal is different and I think having one person in both of those roles isn't that a lot of pressure for that person and for you to like be that for somebody else yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was intense I mean I get what you're saying I think it is and and maybe it's also important for us because we are so established in our relationships and our friendships and what we have in place mm-hmm. that with bringing a partner in it's not that you need them to fill that space and maybe yeah. for some people it is then they naturally fill that space or mm-hmm. maybe they've been in your life so long that they maybe you're high school sweethearts and it really is you're like your best friend turned whatever but you know there's still the importance and I'm sure any like married person out there maybe says like oh I gotta have my my night with the boys or I gotta have my girls day you know mm-hmm. and you still need a break and yeah. And I think that is important where, like, those relationships or those, yeah, that comes into place and it's it can be different. But I think that's also, like, really great that you're aware of needing those those two distinguishing things. Mm-hmm. And that it's, uh, well, as you'd be like, you have your vows, would never say that, but you aren't going to get have vows. Which, backing up, let's go back to you not everyone to get married, which I can relate to. In that, for me, well, I'm curious, because as a, as a child, I think you are, you know, you fantasize about this wedding you're going to have one day, and one of the things, and I love going to weddings, I have the best time at them, yeah. and I, of course I go and I think about, like, what my wedding would be, but I love to throw parties, and I mean, mm-hmm. I know that's not what just, like, marriage is about, but um, I think as a child, you kind of fantasize about this, and as I've gotten older... It's really not something that's important to me. So I could be happily in a relationship and never married. Or, you know, if it's something that's really important to them, I would compromise and be like, sure, let's get married. But for you, why is it that marriage is off the table? With marriage and stuff, it's like the commitment part appeals to me 100%. -hmm. But it's just, it just feels like all the other stuff is like not... And maybe this is naive, but I just don't, I don't feel like, for me, it's just not necessary. I don't need a ring and a piece of paper and a party and a dress. It's like, I want the commitment. I just want someone to, like, hang with me and have sex with only me um, and want to, like, do, like, cool shit with me, but also, like, boring stuff, too. Like, I would just love to have someone, like, pick me up from the airport or take as a plus one to a wedding or hang out with during a blizzard and eat on crustables and like watch you know movies all night on netflix or something I love that. like that's kind of what i'm like yeah a partner like just a person yeah like the institution of it isn't something that you need um and i mean to each their own now let's go to an even heavier topic that you also said of no kids not on your not on your list either not which list. again i'm curious the same thing because i think when you're younger you're kind of like pushed into this motherhood will be you one mm-hmm. day, you know, where we as girls, we had the dolls and the cradles mm-hmm. and, you know, it's very much like this idea of one day you'll be a mom and things like that. And so again, was this something you always knew you didn't want? Is this something in your older when? Yeah. 
Honestly, when I was a kid, I didn't like kids. <laughs> honestly, probably, pro- <laughs> probably, honestly, from the time I was like 16, I was okay. like, nah, I don't think this is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I want to do it. And if I had a Canadian loony for every time that someone told me that I would change my mind or like, oh, but no, you'd be such a good mother, I would be a scrillionaire because everyone is so quick to like assume that A, they know what you want and you just don't, and B, that what you're going to choose is like the traditional, like you were saying, like 100%. you're going to have a husband and a kid and like a white pig offense. Can I make two points on Please. that? Please. First point, uh, a Canadian loony, which I love that you said a Canadian loony, like that was the explanation. That is a $1 <laughs> coin in Canada. <laughs> it has a loon on it. We call it a loony. Our $2 coin is called a toonie. It has polar bears on it. But yeah, it is It is interesting. And I mean, I would love to hear more about a male's perspective on this. But as a female, it's been... And less so in more recent years. I think when like the world has maybe become a little more caught up like to... Uh, I don't know like what's proper to say to someone. But mm-hmm. the... Oh, like you'll want you don't want kids now, but you'll want them one day. Yeah, that's what you say now, but you'll meet the right person, and yeah. then you'll want kids. Uh, infuriating, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I also have a similar thing where, I when I think I was a teenager as well, I decided that kids were just having biological children one day was not something that interests me. Mm-hmm. And I, I said that to my parents, like, time and a time again. And, I mean, they're fine with it now. And they never were not fine with it. But I always remember wanting to reiterate to them to be like, uh, we, my sisters have children. My parents make great-grandparents. Grand, great mm-hmm. They're not great-grandparents. They make wonderful grandparents. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's it. Like, those are your grandchildren. Yeah. In the sense of like this is this body is not producing any anything out of it yeah. <laughs> in that sense, Pushing um, and out they're fine with it. Line. But I think it it took years of me just saying like yeah. this because again, people would say, well, oh, you'll just you know you'll change your mind eventually, mm-hmm. and and that happens to some people. There's no shame in changing your mind. Yeah, and if you change your mind tomorrow or I change my mind tomorrow, that's cool. That happens. Yeah, but. Please stop telling me I'm going to change my mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, I, like, I still have friends who still aren't, on, like, sure what, where they want to go with things, if it yeah. is the right fit for them. And that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's tricky. And then I think people, I, it was interesting because I had this class, I remember in university, it was a psychology course or something like that. And I remember the professor said, a lot of people have kids to give their life meaning yeah. rather than just having meaning in their life, mm-hmm. which is very deep and philosophical. But I do think, and again, I'm not writing everybody off on this because there's a lot of people out there who are great parents and yeah. that is For truly sure. what they wanted. But there is those couples you see where you just see them and they think, okay, well, this is where we're at. We've got married. Now this is just the next step and now we yeah. have children and maybe it works out and they're happy and whatnot, but it is where it's like, we've had this ingrained into us and obviously like biologically we want to reproduce, but yeah. it's this idea that the next logical step is now you have to have a kid because you've got married or whatnot, or you bought mm-hmm. a house and things. And it's, 
it's, I don't know, it's it, it, a little infuriating to me in a way that it just pushes away, but I remember still that professor saying, like, people have kids to get their life meaning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, it really stuck with me because I had already at that point decided I didn't want kids. Yeah. And it was nice to hear this in a way that, like, I could still be like, yeah, my life has meaning even if I don't have kids in it. Yeah. And again, I'm not knocking anyone who has kids and I think no. your life is beautiful and has so much meaning. Unlike you, I love hanging out with kids. Um, mm. oh, I do now. That, that changed a yeah. lot for me, I would say. But I love being an aunt mm-hmm. and I love going home at the end of the day. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. Go to the zoo, and then I get to come home and have a nap. And it's quiet and <laughs> clean. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I obviously, I don't want anything, anything that I'm saying on this this episode or, or any episode ever to make anyone feel singled out or that we're, like, knocking any of their decisions, any of their choices, yeah. their religion, their life choices, their child-rearing yeah. choices. That is absolutely not where we're coming from. Honestly, I like, people that are sure that they're, like, I am so sure that I'm in love with this person that I want to marry them mm-hmm. and m- reproduce with them. Yeah. That's fucking brave as far as I'm concerned. 100%. Because I am like, like I, and, and maybe it's because I, like you, I've kind of been solo for so long and I've had to kind of take care of my own shit for mm-hmm. so, not that I would expect someone to take care of my shit for me, but like a lot of big life stuff. I went through that as a solo person, same yeah. as you. Um, where a lot of people would do like something like buying a house as a couple, um, you know, so it, it's hard for me to imagine like who I am, like what is my identity as like a mm-hmm. wife or like a mother? Like it just feels like it's so far yeah. away for me. Mm-hmm. And I've also not gotten to that point with a partner where it's been within reach or yeah. it's even been like something we seriously talked about. Yeah. But I love, like, and I I 100% agree with you and, like, how we are trying to be, like, so respectful of people's beliefs and decisions because Mm -hmm. this is how we are explaining our decisions. But, yeah, like, I love looking at a couple. And, like, I know a couple people who are going to have babies really soon. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I think that's amazing. And you created a little human. And I get to see you become parents and raise an awesome little kid. Mm -hmm. And... I will come babysit for you on Friday night because I'm always free. It's true. Although, okay, back up. I did go out last night till 2 a.m. Oh my god. Basically, I'm my makeup on top of my makeup today. Yeah. It was a little rough until you got over here. Um, At 4 p.m., I'll just say. 4 p.m. Yeah, and then I don't like, well, and and I, I guess this is a little bit different and maybe unique for me. In that, while I've never wanted to have a biological child, or at least not, at least in my adult years, that for me, there is, like, I have always envisioned myself a baby taking on a role as a foster parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't, like, go too deep into that, but that really goes back to, like, my dad who was adopted mm-hmm. into a family and removed from a, a situation, and it greatly improved his life. And so if I can, in a way, help improve a child's life for a period of time or whatnot, I think that's something that, like, I would love to be able to, like, offer or be part of someone's life in that sense. Because I'd still do, I'd still do, like, hanging out, like, with kids and stuff, like I said. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, and, and the thing about that, too, is that that's more unique in that I don't have to have a partner to do that. I mean, foster parents... 
come in all shapes and sizes totally. and relationship types and stuff like that. Uh, it's not the fit for me right now because I live in Albatross. Um, <laughs> just to see how many times I can drop that into this episode. But that is something where like that does interest to me at some point in my life where I would love mm-hmm. to like have that and f- fulfill that role for someone. Um, but yeah, I don't, I love sleeping. So no, not so much on the babies. I'm right. good. I'm good with that. And I'm good yeah. with no diapers. So I didn't get out of bed till 10 this morning. Yeah. And it I'm was amazing. Skip right up to like the teenage kids to right? foster. Like, and that's, that. that's incredible. I and mean, that's like a whole other like level of like, brave and like selfless and like that's that's incredible well we'll see check back yeah. in like six seasons <laughs> right yeah, yeah. See how we're doing. Um, um and that, that's another thing too um like all the the all the people that are like you'll change your mind or like uh I've gotten comments before even about my biological clock and it's like I, I think that is such bullshit too and put such unfair pressure on women to yeah. have biological children if you want to foster or adopt that's 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 doable there's exactly tons of kids out there that, that you know would benefit maybe you're a step parent one that. day like that's totally See, yeah man and that's like horse rates is high there's I, gonna be some step parents right like there. i would and i would fully date someone with kids i i kind of i have a bit of experience with it we mm-hmm. weren't like together in that I would have met his children or anything but um I've dated guys that have had kids um guys that have been divorced and honestly I find that I like meeting those people because I feel like compared to the single men that I met in my experience anyway the ones that have the the kids in the marriage kind of life experience are like better communicators yeah they're clearer on what it is that they want and what they don't want because they kind of know maybe like what works or yeah. they have like firsthand experience with like a marriage that didn't last mm-hmm. so I feel like they're just like a little bit more open about like and, and just sure well and what if you have kids want. and hopefully you're a good parent mm-hmm. then you have priorities and totally. your kid is your kid or kids are coming first and obviously there's a balance of that relationship and entering someone new and that's a whole thing of itself. But if, if I'm dating someone with kids, then I, I hope they know where they stand because they, mm. they already have that number one thing and they should know yes. that. So yeah. it's, and it's not necessarily that that other person should have to fit around them completely, mm-hmm. but it's, you got a more defined outline of what that relationship is going to look like because if it goes long term, you have other people that you're you're kind of also in a relationship it's a package yeah those kids or exactly. maybe the the ex right the, yeah. or the co-parent also exactly. that's a nice so. way of saying it maybe yeah and I feel like sort of the like overarching thing that I could say about like mar- marriage and and kids and I, I mean never say never like you said there's, there's all there's always wiggle room like mm-hmm. maybe I will meet someone that will kind of change my outlook on some of those things but right now single 33 year old Al like for me neither of those things are a hell yes yeah so they're a no okay and I don't think those are either of those things are things you should be lukewarm on you gotta 104% be sure Mm -hmm. that you want to get married or that you want to have kids especially the kids because that changes your entire life for for your entire life yeah okay so shifting back because you were just saying 33 year old Allie what did 
28-year-old, oh man, the math, five years ago, I was like, <laughs> I literally just counted down on my fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> and, and like, let's keep maybe the, the kids and the marriage bit out of it, because mm-hmm. it's pretty clear that's not probably what you wanted five years ago. But what did you want maybe five years ago in a relationship? Or look for that maybe you don't look for now or something, you know, is different? Or is there much of a difference? I'm, I think I'm more open to, like, maybe, or people with, like, different life experience. Like, I think 28-year-old Allie would have been like, hell no, I'm not going to be with someone with kids. Like, what Mm. a buzzkill or, like, what a boner killer having, like, kids around, you know? Like, I don't think... I don't think I would have been as open to something like that or maybe I would have seen someone that had been divorced as like someone with like baggage like mm-hmm. like I mean everyone has baggage but like we'll say like negative connotation baggage like be like mm-hmm. ooh, like there must be something wrong with him he's been divorced I think my mindset would have been more like that and it wasn't until I started uh got a little bit older and started like meeting some of those people that it be it was like well, well why why wouldn't I you know be open to meeting and maybe being in a relationship with someone with those sorts of experiences yeah and I think at age 33 a lot of people have had those life experiences yeah. like you're really make like your pool is even more shallow yeah I think if you eliminate people that have maybe been married or have um, had kids because a lot of people do that you know in their in their 20s I pulled up some stats about like evidence. This isn't even cross. So this, this is this because it's newer. It's a uh, through like Pew Research and it's puberty research. No, like P E W research. Pew research. Case side note is a thing you can do on your iPhone. If you write pew pew to someone, lasers, lasers go. I've been done this to you. I when I learned about it, I text almost every single person that I knew with no context. Yeah. And just wrote pew pew to everyone because I was so obsessed with this. Okay, but so going on to talking about this. So this study, which is uh, from 2020, and it looks at the profile of single Americans in the last 10 years. And I just want to throw some stats because I was kind of thinking about this. I mean, it works really well with the theme of this podcast, but I was thinking about this the other day when like, I was swiping online and just having weird Nazi people like me. Yeah, gross. Uh and being like, oh my god, the pool, because we have said before that the ocean sometimes, the ocean of fish sometimes feels like a puddle. <laughs> but I want to read off some stats. So, so singles are split between being on and off the dating market. So 69% of the population says they're partnered, and so okay. 31% are single. Half of that, of that 31%, are saying they are looking and half are not. So 15% of the population is looking to date, even mm-hmm. though 30% are single. Really quick, can I just... Yeah, totally. A little cross-examination here? Yeah. When they say looking to date, what is the definition of dating? Do we know? Because dating to, like, meet people and maybe, like, have yeah. some, like, FWB, like, spicy friends, and then dating for, like, a commitment are different yeah well it says so like singles who are on the dating market it says roughly half are either uh committed or they're looking for casual dating so of Mm. those who are looking for only one arrangement most are looking for uh more are looking for a relationship okay so a larger percentage of that is relationship okay 
as to where some of it is just like that casual thing. Mm -hmm. So one more stat, which was interesting. So if you've never been married, there's a 62% chance you are looking for a relationship. If you are divorced, it's 43% are looking for a relationship. So it's switching. So now majority do not want a relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you're widowed, which is quite sad, only 25% are looking to date. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see that the divorced is 56% not. But again, that's a very, this age range is 18 to 65 plus. So, and it's not giving a breakdown of like our specific age group. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine, um, in our age group, if you were divorced, you probably, maybe it's a little bit higher in that you were still looking for a relationship, but there's no shame in the divorce game. I mean, it's sad. It's sad, but it's also at the end of the day, like you, if you are divorced, you are not with somebody like you've moved away from someone that you're not meant to be with. And that is something yeah. that like it's good in the long run. So, um, okay. You touched about this monogamy. So that is something you look for in a relationship, obviously. Yeah. The way I feel about monogamy is like, I don't, I think, I think one person for your entire life is rare. I don't know that like for my grandparents, certainly that mm-hmm. was the case. I don't think that, um, one person for your entire life is super realistic in like this modern world that we live in. Um, but one partner at a time yeah, is yes. Like, and I, and I'm definitely not knocking polyamory or like open relationships. Um, again, honestly, that is, that is brave. And I think your communication skills have to be next level your for, trust. Yeah. for that to work. Um, one, one person, one person at a time. All I can handle. Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. What about you? Also a big fan of the monogamy. Um, and same feeling, there's nothing against poly relationships. I actually, I think being on online dating, you see a surprising amount of people Loads. who are looking, you know, they'll say for their third or they'll call them their unicorn or like whatever. Like Hitler's uh, alter ego here. That That's saying. true. The guy did say he was looking for three girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah, no. And so I've done actually like an extensive amount of research about poly relationships just because it is something that is so, I think, more frequent. I can't think of the right common. word. Common, thank you, mm-hmm. in, in our world than we kind of maybe are aware. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but if it's mm-hmm. yours, like all the power to you. But yeah. I would just be way too insecure <laughs> for that. I know. And yeah, so, there's, there's no way I could. Yeah, ever. so. Um, but yeah, and then I guess like on monogamy as well is, yes, that is for me. I didn't think I'd be the more romantic in this situation where I, I do agree it's hard to like picture being in a happy, loving relationship for the next 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. Just trying to do the math how old that makes me. Anyways, I don't think about it. Too old. Um, <laughs> but like I think we're also relationships ups up and down, right? You're yeah. not going to be happy that whole stretch of time, mm-hmm. right? So, but that being said is I still, I, I think maybe divorce rates and stuff are higher and whatnot, but I, I maybe am a little more optimistic in that. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I think you could be in a relationship now and it can work out your whole life, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. For sure. Yeah. And then I, again, on the point of monogamy is maybe just also like, for me, if I think back to me five years ago yeah. dating and how things have changed, five years ago, my sole focus would have been 
about dating just men versus me yeah. in my 30s um being more comfortable and like more sure about who I am and having like a wider variety of people I want to date yeah. so if rather that be like a male or a female or they them you know what that is but that's I think still important to me that while maybe I can like a different gender or a different sex of somebody it doesn't necessarily mean that if I'm with you know, a male and I'm happy, like that I will always be wanting a female or vice versa. Right. And so I think that's maybe something that's, I think it's perceived for sure. Mm -hmm. It's probably something that I project onto people as well, but I think it is something perceived where it's like, oh, well you can be playing for multiple teams. So how are you ever actually committed to just one, you know? And I, I don't think that's like a fair thing to put on somebody just because maybe their scope of who they want to date or are attracted to or whatnot is wider, yeah. like a wider net. But, um, yeah, monogamy is like still very important to me. And if I'm in a relationship or in that committed like relationship for me, that is really important that obviously I can be open about who I am, but it doesn't, doesn't mean I like get a sway or have a free pass or I don't want people to perceive that about me or, you know, assume, assume that's going to be what yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, because it, it just like, it wouldn't be so. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because I feel like mm-hmm. no matter how you like approach some of these topics, like there's always going to be like sort of this like assumed sort of like rule of engagement or like 100%. way of thinking. And it's like, I, you know, kind of like to think that maybe um, for, well, if you, you and I don't have kids, then maybe for nieces, nephews, or like fake nieces and nephews, yeah. um, friends, kids, things like that, maybe by the time they're our age, it like won't seem so like unusual or like against the norm for someone that's 33 and single to not want kids. Like maybe it won't, yeah. like I feel like a mutant sometimes when I say, like, when I would say, oh, I don't think I want to have kids, and people would say, oh, you'll change your mind, as if they know better than I do. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, 100%. like don't make me feel like I'm wrong, because yeah. that's, that's how I feel. And I just, my hope is that uh, maybe we're at an interesting kind of time in history when um, that is starting to change a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I'm hopeful it is. And I think, like, it it has changed since our grandparents oh, and for our parents' sure. generation. Yeah huge yeah but it hasn't changed enough yet no oh man we're old enough that we can be like hopefully that next generation makes the change <laughs> yeah, yeah our, day. our generation yeah. got rid of freaking low-rise jeans they're coming back though i know this is the goddamn next generation doing and this all right you guys so stop your return of the low-rise jeans yeah and just work on the single female no kid shaming instead okay yeah so that, I, I, I was focus i was gonna say just like maybe stick with like eating tide pods but i like the back half of what you said better yeah my face <laughs> is way better <laughs> ignore me please ignore ali but i am wearing all white so maybe just throw me a tie then that'd be great good um, thing the uncrustables are made so that they don't like explode at the bottom because that would have been a real really so actually when i bit into it i thought it was gonna be like a jelly donut and go down it's the perfect jelly to pb to bread ratio jury's out they just 
came back with a verdict. It's the most perfect snack. I'm going to get a swear jar, but it's going to be for Uncrustables and for you. Um, Bankruptcy, you got to call my finance guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess my last question is, and you said this where you talk about this right away in a relationship or like maybe when you go out on a date and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but has that been a good tactic, I guess, to share this information so early is there a 100%. perfect date name number do i do it on date one two three four five baker's dozen date which one do i do it on <laughs> the green dress date oh side boob date is just there's so many i have benefited from having that conversation early a guy that i connected with it was a few months ago i broke a couple of rules for him because he lived in canmore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and on our first date i drove out there canmore which is the mountains I'll yeah. have everybody know I went out to nature to hang out with this guy yeah. and I drove to his house which was like could have been pretty murdery very much so but bold move broke the rule and went out there and hung out with him um he plays guitar so that was a real dis- deciding factor for whether or not I would I think we've talked about this rule. but then you went and bought a guitar and thought you were going to learn I'm still trying, and that, that's 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 spoiler. That's that's part of the story, anyway. Okay, but sorry. This this guy and I talked probably on like our second date, like our second hangout. We um, kind of had the "What are you looking for?" conversation. A family is very important to him, and me, I was like, I it's probably a no. For, like never say never, but it's probably a no for me mm-hmm. because it's not a hell yes the way it's a hell yes for him. Mm-hmm. And after that, we had a really, really good conversation about how, like, this is not going to work as a relationship. Our values are too different. And then he had said to me, like, I really like you. I want us to maintain a friendship, if that's okay with you. And I was like, yeah, of course. And I thought it would be one of those things where it's like, you say you'll be friends, and then you just kind of, it, like, fades away after a while. We are still, this is probably going on six months ago. We're still hanging out. He comes into town and he's giving me guitar lessons. Oh! And we hang out and have these, like, he is the exception to just, like, so many hinge rules, I feel like, because, and I think it's because we had that conversation so early on, and then he and I were both, like, mature enough to be like, okay, this This does not align for us. Yeah. So immediately, it's like this isn't going to be a relationship, so let's not waste any more time trying to make it that Yeah. when we know it's not going to work out. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe also being... And this is me. Well, I I, I don't want to generalize for the whole population because you can be in your 20s and have your shit figured out. But mm-hmm. I think now being in my 30s and knowing me a little bit more, because I think there is something to it when you, when you get out of your 20s and your 30s can be different Mm -hmm. that it's maybe these conversations start to have for most people a bit more easy or clarity actually for sure more clarity than when I was in my 20s and I wasn't 100% and maybe I'll change my mind in a year from now like you, Mm -hmm. you don't know for sure but it is I think a little bit more sure about who you are as you as you get older so that's one of the benefits I think for us so yeah and I mean as much as I complain about the last couple years of my single life because I've been on and off the apps and kind of like trying to get to that like partnership that I that I want I would not trade the last two years for anything yeah and like 
there are a lot of times when it sucks. Yeah. But conversations like this one where it's like, whoa, like I feel like I'm way more self-aware now. Mm-hmm. And like kind of what you were saying, like you just kind of like like all these experiences, you just like kind of learn shit about yeah. yourself and what you want and what you're going to put up with or accept or like what your boundaries should be. Yeah. And I think that is like those lessons are just like so so valuable i try to think about like every guy on the spreadsheet it's like instead of thinking like oh like maybe that could have been the guy or like oh it's too bad that that didn't work out it's like no this is like a sort of like almost like list of like steps i'm taking or like lessons that i'm learning that are going to kind of help me realize like the person that i need to be to kind of get to what i want to Mm -hmm. be that like half of the partnership for someone yeah for as long as it serves us, you know? Yeah, totally. And I, I don't think we have time for this today, so maybe this is a future thing, but maybe we also talk about what it is just to be single and how that is fucking great sometimes, and, and that's also Dude. okay. Like, yeah. we just read the stats. There's a lot of people who just want to be single, and so maybe that's another another podcast for another day because uh, I think we could keep talking forever, but... Yeah, I think so too. Let's fucking wrap it up. Okay, man. Let's is there wrap anything it. else? What's on our we make we make you gotta notes. start swiping some more. I might just oh, yeah. like sit and make you freaking swipe in front of me, and then let's uh let's get our walk on with some dogs in the park. Yeah. Okay, I love it. This is easy homework. We have some easy homework for a little bit. We're really well. We're we're self aware because we know we're not yeah. doing the assignments that we're giving ourselves yeah. so we can we have the power to make those assignments way people easier. are probably gonna start messaging us and being like you have to do this and you can if you message us we might consider doing it yeah uh, we'll it. yeah okay thanks for hanging this one was a little bit of a different vibe but thanks for little, hanging in there with us i'm glad that we chatted about this i feel good exactly i feel good too until next Wednesday. see you next time bye bye Follow us on Instagram at the Wednesday Girls Pod and find us online at thewednesdaygirls.com. Like and subscribe wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday.